I'm Maria Ramsey. And I'm Anna Barnard, and you are listening to Never Wear Boring Socks. Welcome to another episode of Never Wear Boring Socks. Before we get started, we want to remind you that for every review we receive this month, that is the month of October, we will be donating a dollar to the Hispanic Federation's Hurricane Relief Fund. So please consider leaving us a review. We'd really appreciate your feedback, and you would get to pay it forward in the process of leaving us a review. In this week's episode, we have a bit of a variety of topics planned since variety is the spice of life and we're going to start out with some storytelling of a past cousin experience which we hope we'll really enjoy and then we're going to do a sort of spontaneous q a between us so maria will ask me a question she has planned beforehand but i won't know what the question is so she'll kind of be putting me on the spot and then we'll go back and forth like that um and we'll alternate for a few questions and then to finish up, we'll give some of our recent favorites that we've been enjoying. All right, so before we get into that, Anna, what socks are you wearing today? Oh, I have to admit <laughs> that this morning has been kind of hectic, and I had to go somewhere else to record because the place I was going to ended up not working. And then I forgot to put on socks. Oh, no! So, this is a reminder that we're not always perfect. We don't always remember to wear unboring socks or socks at all. But you're not wearing boring socks. That's true. So, so I guess that still works. Yeah. And I'm wearing fun shoes. I have some, right. some nice clogs. That sounds good. Yeah. But, sorry. No socks today. <laughs> you are forgiven. <laughs> you can still be part of the podcast. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, what socks are you wearing, Buria? I am wearing their gray socks. I have to look at them to remember what the pattern is. They have like turquoisey and purple and pink sort of, sort of like a geometric pattern or something that goes around the top. Uh, I wore these because they're cozy, and I really didn't want to get out of bed this morning. Um, and it was chilly, so I put on my cozy socks to make myself feel a little better about getting up. That sounds nice. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. Exactly. Nice. All right. So we're going to start off with a bit of a story for you all, which is something that we haven't done yet. Um, and the reason why we want to tell stories here is to kind of take a break from everything, from the craziness of the real world, and to experience kind of a different place or a different world and different characters, um, and to have some fun and just remind ourselves to keep creating things. So. 
um, to kind of give a little lead into this story. As we mentioned before, Maria and I are cousins, and we each have one sibling. So Maria's is Ben, the cheese beast, and my sibling is Martha. And since we were very little, we've seen each other every Christmas and summer when Maria and Ben came to Minnesota to visit us and our grandparents. Um, and the four of us constitute all of the kids on this particular side of our family. But even though we're only four of us, four was plenty by our standards for a theatrical company. So we put on some wonderful plays when we were younger, um, written, directed, produced, and acted completely by us. And they were so good, so amazing, even though our parents may uh, say otherwise. But take my word for it, they were really awesome. I don't know, though. They might think they were pretty amazing, too. That's true. Because they were. I know. (laughs) So anyway, one of these plays (laughs) was called Oogie Boogie, and it was about somebody named Oogie Boogie. (gasps) Surprise! There's also a wizard and a castle and some pretty good music. It's very exciting. We had some fun costumes, too. We'll have to uh, show you pictures of ourselves in these costumes when we were younger. (laughs) So, we have for you today a little performance coming from the Never Wear Boring Socks family. Oh, yes. Now, uh, the Never Wear Boring Socks theater company. Exactly. And uh, we're going to read you part of our Oogie Boogie script. So this is your story for today, and we hope you enjoy it. All right, here we go. In a wizard's castle, a strange egg is on the floor. A wizard stands over the egg mysteriously. In a wizard's castle far away. I wonder what kind of creature this egg will reveal. This potion should help it hatch. A dash of this, a pinch of that. Adding things to potion, stirring. Voila! Rubbing potion on egg. There. Now hatch, little egg. Hatch! Egg hatches. Oogie Boogie emerges, holding Oogie Boogie virus. Oogie Boogie! My name is Dr. Lizard Legs. What are you? Oogie Boogie! From what strange land do you come? Oogie Boogie. That's all you say, hmm? I think I'll call you Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Here's your supper. Hands Oogie Boogie bowl. I'm afraid I don't know what Oogie Boogies eat, but I hope this will do. Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie eats supper. All this has made me immensely exhausted. I think I'll go to bed. Oogie Boogie. Dr. Lizard Legs goes to his bedroom and Oogie lies down on the floor. End scene. In a house, a purple poodle and an elderly woman are sitting on the floor in strange poses. In a little house in the country. Lily, a purple poodle, and Mrs. Wiggins, an elderly woman, stretch strangely in four or five different poses. And now for our meditation. Mrs. Wiggins and Lily meditate. Um, oh my. um, all right, Lily, time for supper. Woof, woof. 
Would you like mashed carrots with raisins and mustard? Or potatoes with pickle ice cream? Woof woof. All right, here are your potatoes. Mmm, I always like mustard with my carrots. Mrs. Wiggins eats off the floor messily. Lily sits on her hind legs and eats with a fork. Ah, delicious! Now, time for our evening stretches. Woof woof. Lily and Mrs. Wiggins stretch in four or five strange positions. And our meditation. Lily and Mrs. Wiggins meditate. Um. Bedtime. Lights turn off. Woof woof. Lily gets on bed and falls asleep. Mrs. Wiggins crawls around on a dog bed on the floor like an animal and falls asleep. End scene. In the wizard's castle, Oogie Boogie and Dr. Lizardlegs are sleeping. At the wizard's castle, Oogie Boogie gets up and tiptoes off stage. In the forest, Oogie Boogie tiptoes on stage. In the hall of the mountain king playing. Oogie Boogie looks around, silent. Baby, come back to me, playing. Baby, Oogie... come back to me. Oogie Boogie dancing. <laughs> Music fades. Oogie Boogie tiptoes off stage. In the wizard's castle, Dr. Lizardlegs is sleeping. Oogie Boogie tiptoes in and falls asleep. Every night, Oogie Boogie snuck out and danced in the forest. After a while, Dr. Lizardlegs noticed that when he got up for a midnight snack, Oogie Boogie wasn't always there. He started to wonder where she was going during the night. Cut to a house with people sleeping peacefully. We see Oogie Boogie quietly tiptoe through the door. Oogie Boogie appears to put some sort of spell on the room, and his Baby Come Back to Me begins playing. Baby Come Back to Me! The sleeping people start to get up and dance in their sleep. They're joined by Oogie Boogie, and the scene becomes a lively dance party. End scene. So Yay. that was fabulous, right? <laughs> I know. Like, why wouldn't wonderful. our parents like that? <laughs> For no good reasons, clearly. Exactly. So uh, let us let us know what you thought of that play. Was that? Did you enjoy that? Was that weird? What do you think? <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully, this we enjoyed also, reading it. Yeah, this is a reminder to us of how much our creations change over time. But yes, you can, you how much they've evolved. Tell. Yeah, this has always been a part of our lives, and it continues to be. Exactly. So do you know how old we were when we wrote that, Anna? Um, we performed this at your house in Massachusetts. Right. Oh, that so, was your seventh birthday. I think right? I was seven. Yes. So you were seven and I was 13. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. <The> glory days. <laughs> Yeah, and I think Anna was Oogie Boogie. That's what we decided in the play, and mm -hmm. I was Mrs. Wiggins. Yeah, so. exactly. And I believe the cheese beast was Dr. Lizard Legs, and my sister Martha was Lily. Yeah, so that, that, that was, was a fun little cast. Uh, time capsule for us to go back into. It was, yeah. So we hope we hope you enjoyed doing that with us. All right, now we're going to switch to a different little segment here, and we're going to ask each other some questions this week um, that we have prepared, but the other person 
does not know what they are. So, who knows what we're going to get. We'll see what kind of things we learn. Anna? I'm ready. What is your favorite and your least favorite thing about being a twin? Oh, that's a good question. Um, my favorite thing about it, I actually like, I think I have answers for this right off the top of my head. My favorite thing about it is that I almost always have someone to turn to that I'm like really comfortable with and kind of like a built-in best friend all the time. Um, and I can like go and branch out and meet other people, but I always have someone like that I know to come back to it, which has especially been nice here in college, but, um, she's always been at home with me. So even when I go home, I can have some of my age to like spend time with and do things with. So I've really enjoyed that. I think that's my favorite part about it. My least favorite part about it is like being compared to my twin, I would say, because we're very different, even though we're the same age and we do do a lot of the same kinds of hobbies, like personality and eyes are very different and being compared to her is not usually beneficial for either of us. So I think that's the most frustrating part for me. That's Mm -hmm. what I would say. Makes sense. Yeah. But overall, it's it's a good thing. <laughs> seems like a good thing. It seems like you guys have fun. Yeah, if we do. I thought it was really cool that you're a twin because then I get like two cousins at once. So exactly worked out well for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for a question, Maria? Yes. Okay. What would your ideal ultimate universe look like? Not ultimate, alternate universe look like? Hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's hard. Um, it would be very colorful. <laughs> the world is like very it. colorful as it is, but I think there would be more of the really beautiful spaces more beautiful colorful spaces and nature and less of the like gray black streets also people would just be kinder to each other and themselves that's kind of the the main thing yeah that i would that i would change I like it. Yeah. Very nice. So next question, Anna. What do you do when you're having a bad day to make yourself feel better? Um, this is tricky because I have actually like a really difficult time with this. I feel like when I'm like stuck in a bad mood, I get like really uh in my own way. And just, like, I'm stubborn about my bad mood and don't try to, like, get myself out of it in very productive ways. But some things that do really help are just, um, like, calling people or talking to people who are really close to me. I, like, call my mom a lot when I'm stressed out. I talk to my sister. I talk to my friends. I... A lot of times, like, reading a book or listening to music helps me a lot. 
because that's like something comfortable that I can go back to. Um, especially reading books that like I've already read that I really enjoy and that I can kind of just like relax and kind of go to that world for a while um, is really helpful for me. I would say those are my main things. Yeah, but it's tricky. I think those are all good. Yeah. Yeah, I relate to that, what you said of like, sometimes being too stubborn to get yourself out of a bad mood. Yeah. Like, I just need to be in a bad mood for a little while. Yeah. Which so, I think is okay. It is okay, but I need to... To a certain extent. Yeah, get in the habit of like trying to do something to resolve it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be good all the time, but having tools that you can use when you are in like a low point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have another question for you. What is one of the decisions in your life that you are most proud of making? I would say just deciding to make art in general whenever I make that decision, and especially deciding to make art even though I have no really formal training in art and it can be discouraging sometimes to like see these people who are really amazing artists and went to art school and have all these really amazing artistic accomplishments sometimes that can feel sort of intimidating so i i'm just very proud of all the times when i haven't let that stop me making new things I really like that. I feel that way sometimes too, whether I be writing or drawing or something. And I think that I'm like unqualified to do it and that there's so many people who are more qualified to do it than me. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. And you get better at it just right. by doing it more. Right. That's very true. Yeah. I like it. All right. Last question. If you could travel anywhere, Right now, where would you go? Mm. This is a good question. I recently have really been wanting to go to London. I think that would be a cool place to visit. There's like a lot of sights to see. There's a lot of cool, uh, there's like a good theater districts there and stuff that I would be interested in going to and like seeing performances there. Um. So I think I would really like that. Yeah. I think Wait, so be... you your sound cut out when you said the name of the place. Where did you say? <laughs> I said London. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a cool place to visit. Yeah. I think that would be really lovely. So, we'll see. Maybe I'll get there sometime soon. Yeah. yeah. Never know. Okay. I have one last question for you. It's kind of like a questionception. So I hope you can handle it. <laughs> okay, we'll see. <laughs> My question Sounds is what are your what are your thoughts on the question, what is your favorite color? Not your answer to the question, what are your thoughts mm. on the question? Mm. Interesting. I do have a lot of thoughts on this because my favorite color changes all the time. 
I don't have one specific answer that's been consistent. It's not like my favorite color is purple and it's always purple. I usually have like a favorite color of the season that I'm really into right now. And the other thing about this question is that my favorite colors are always very specific. So it's never like my favorite color is red. It's like a very particular shade of raspberry red. So it's just it's hard for me to answer because I feel like people are looking for a simpler answer. <laughs> yeah, I get that. It feels like it kind of boxes you in sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to like tell somebody that my favorite color is just red because there are some kinds of red that I don't particularly like. And I don't want someone to think that that's my favorite color and then like give me all of the red things. <laughs> well, I think that shows a lot of thoughtfulness on your part. Or just that I'm really focused on colors. <laughs> that's good, too. <laughs> that's like always at the forefront of my mind. Interesting. Unrelated question. Did you know? Well, this is two different questions. One, do you dream in color? And two, did you know that some people don't know if they dream in color? Uh, uh, I like that's a good question because I feel like I have a hard time remembering a lot of specifics of my dreams. I hardly remember any dreams very vividly. So I don't know if I could tell you if I dream in color. I think I do. I think I do. That's fascinating to me because often the only thing I remember from a dream is the color scheme. That's interesting. Like the scenery in very vivid colors, but I have no idea what happened. That's very interesting. That was shocking to me to learn that other people don't necessarily dream in color. But I think that's just a major focus in my life. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I do not have that. That is not how I dream. I wish it was how I dream. That sounds cool. <laughs> it is cool. But then I like I want to make art projects out of these scenes sometimes and then it, they're hard to draw. Yeah. But anyway, it is cool. Yeah. Some built-in inspiration then. Yeah, exactly. Nice. All right. Shall we move on to favorites? We should. Let's do it. So, our first topic of favorite things is what is your favorite food you've recently eaten or have been enjoying on a regular basis recently i have been really into purple sweet potatoes Ooh, mostly because they're purple speaking mm-hmm. of colors <laughs> i just find them very exciting to eat because they're purple <laughs> and i went to the store recently to buy some purple sweet potatoes and the woman checking me out said something like like, these are really good, but, like, don't mash them because it looks like Play-Doh and it's really weird. And I just kind of smiled at her and was thinking, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat a, a bowl of mashed purple stuff and I'm going to enjoy it, which I do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, my, I think my favorite kind of goes along with that. I've just really been enjoying, like, squash or, like, fall and winter root vegetables we talked mm-hmm. about this last week with rebecca yeah but yeah. um i had some roasted acorn squash at my school's cafeteria this week and it was really good yeah my school is really good cafeteria i'm quite lucky so that was really delicious 
And then I was in St. Paul yesterday with my mom and my sister. And we went out to dinner. And I got this plate with some really, really good sweet potato. It was really delicious. Mm, so that sounds really good. Yeah. I'm going to go on the, the squash sweet potato bandwagon as well. Always a good choice. It's, it's like the perfect time of year for that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our next question is your favorite music you've been listening to recently. Well, I think you all know mine already, because I uh, talked about <laughs> Kesha and her latest album a couple episodes ago. I'm mm -hmm. still really into that album. I'll give you a new recommendation also, because we've already talked about Kesha, as much as I do love that album. I've also been really into this album called Mount Royal by Julian Lodge and Chris Eldridge. They're guitar players, and they play together. and. Their music is really beautiful. I saw them live recently, and it was really fun. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a favorite music right now, Anna? Um, let's see. I haven't been listening to a ton of new music recently, so I don't necessarily have any suggestions in that regard. But I have a couple things that I've just, like, I feel like I've been enjoying certain genres recently, and one of them is, like, like cafe style jazz like background music jazz <laughs> which is kind of interesting but i feel like i was at a student recital recently and someone played like a a jazz piano solo and it was really cool and it just was like really mellow and i liked it a lot and someone was playing like libby armstrong in their dorm this weekend and i was really enjoying that and I'm in a jazz ensemble right now, and we're playing songs for a swing dance coming up. And we're in, I'm in a swing dancing club, and we listen to like old jazz standards. So I'm kind of just like on in that genre, nice. and I feel like it is getting me excited for Christmas music because some of my favorite Christmas music is like jazzy Christmas music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I like that Christmas music too. <laughs> yeah, so the jazzy stuff. I'm getting really excited for Christmas, and that music is is helping me with that. So I've been really enjoying that. And then I last night I was at um, John Green's book tour because he has a new book coming out. And he and his brother Hank were doing the tour. And his brother Hank writes um, songs about science. And he performed <laughs> some of them. And I really enjoyed that. So also Hank Green's music is something that I've been liking as well. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite recent event or occurrence in your life that has happened recently? I would have to say the Kesha concert. I've, I've brought that up like five times now, but I haven't really done anything too exciting since then. And it was fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it so much. Some yeah. concerts just like, they're so good. They just leave yeah. a mark on you. Yeah. It, like, left me in a more uplifted state afterwards that carried over for a while, so that was nice. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. What about you, Anna? Um, I really liked the book tour last night. That that was really, really fun. Um, so I enjoyed going to that. I also went to 
my school's uh, lyric theater opera production this weekend. And our school did um, Gilbert and Sullivan's Ruddigore. And Mm. it was really, really good. It was awesome. And it was so funny. And it was just really well done. So that was really fun. I enjoyed that a lot. That does sound fun. Yeah. It was I cool. like Gilbert and Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really great. And the auditorium was just like totally packed. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it was fun to be there. Okay. Maria, favorite part of fall thus far? Well, I always like seeing the leaves changing. That's kind of like the the classic answer and i live in new england so we have nice leaf colors i'd also say snuggling with my friend's cats because that's like a nice cozy fall thing to do (laughs) and i'm kind of allergic to cats so i don't have any of my own cats but i have a couple friends who have really sweet cats and i have really enjoyed hanging out with them recently nice that sounds really really lovely it is. It is. Yeah. What about you, Anna? I have also been enjoying this, just like the weather and the leaves changing. This is the first time I've experienced fall on a college campus, and my campus is really beautiful, so I've been enjoying that a lot. I really have liked the lighting recently outside mm. with fall. The sunshine yes. is really pretty. Yes. I really like that. So that's nice. And just, I really love fall lighting, too. I agree. Yeah. And fall foods. Fall foods are good. Mm-hmm. Squash. Yes. Yeah, everything <laughs> comes back to squash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And to wrap up our favorites, what is your favorite TV or TV show or movie at the moment? I've been watching Parks and Rec oh, recently. Yes. It's so good. It's so funny. I've seen it before, but it's so funny. I'm really enjoying That's it. That's a great show. Yeah. I yeah. have recently gotten into Riverdale, which is based on the Archie comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been liking that. I've also been watching Arrested Development, which is just so good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> So those are my my favorites right yeah. now. I've heard about Riverdale. Is it scary? It's not that scary. It's like really? it's like kind of cheesy in some ways, but like artfully so. Hmm. Okay, if that makes sense. I don't know. I like it. All right. It's good. I like that it's based on the Archie comics, but it's kind of like a modern take on it. Mm-hmm. Because the Archie comics cool. are really fun, but it's not really that comparable to that. But I like how that's kind of like the premise. Nice. So we thought it was time this week to just take a moment to take a breath and have a little fun this episode, do something different. So we would love to hear from you this week. Um, We'd love to hear what you've been doing to find joy, humor, human. How have you been finding human? What you've been doing to find joy, humor, or moments of rest in your life. Um, And we'd also really like to hear what your recent favorites have been. Any of the categories we talked about or any others, because we're always interested in checking out new things. 
Yeah, it's definitely. Please get in touch with you us. Have a, yeah. Do you have a quote for us this week, Anna? I do. My quote is, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And that is a quote by Howard Thurman. And I've liked this quote for a really long time. I think it kind of applies this week because we kind of took a break to do some stuff that bring a lot of joy to our lives. And I think it's really important to remember to do those things and kind of make them like a long-term habit because that cultivates long-term joy as well. But I also really like this quote because it, I think sometimes we feel really um, at a loss of what to do in like making the world a better place because we're only one individual and what can we ultimately do. But I actually think this is a really good solution is to become a more full and happy and just involved person in your own life and i think that's something we can all do to improve the world i love that quote so much and i'm really glad that you shared it today but i feel like i really needed to hear that this week because i've been feeling like really about a lot of stuff recently and like trying to decide what i really want to be doing and what i should continue and what i shouldn't continue and That's just a really good reminder to when I'm deciding what's important to me to really think about what does make me feel more alive. Because I I totally agree with that, that what the world needs is people who come alive. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. I always kind of go back to that. Yeah. Yeah, I really love that one. Yeah. And I'm glad it could help you out this week. Yeah. You've been listening to Never Wear Boring Socks. Next week, we will be discussing the topic of fear um, and how that affects our own lives and how maybe we can turn it into something positive. So please listen next week. And in the meantime, please subscribe to our podcast if you're enjoying it, which we hope you are and leave a review now would be a great time to leave a review um, because for every review we receive during the month of october we're donating to the hispanic federation's hurricane relief fund so you can subscribe to us on itunes stitcher and google play find us in any of those places yes and you can find show notes for this episode at mariacatherine.com slash podcast slash zero one one um, and Catherine is K A T H A R I N E, and zero uh, one one is in as in eleven. And we'd really love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us. You can send us an email at neverwearboringsocks at gmail dot com, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at neverwearboringsocks, and on Twitter at noboringsocks. A big thank you to Ben Ramsey, the Cheese Beast, for doing our audio editing. And a thank you to both him and Martha Barnard for their help on our music. And as always, remember to never wear boring socks. <laughs> <laughs>